And we're live. Way hey, everybody, welcome. This is Kirk Williams, Live Inspired Today, and episode eight. I'm very, very excited about today's, you know, episode. And uh, thank you guys for joining and being a part of what we have going on here on the Live Inspired Network. And uh, if you guys are watching us on Facebook Live, on my personal Facebook page, uh, uh, YouTube. Um, if you're going to listen to this on our Anchor podcast, uh, we very much appreciate you being a part of all that we are doing. Again, we are doing this to help you succeed, uh, to motivate, encourage, inspire you to be the best person, the best excellent person that you can be. And that's why we do this and highlighting some phenomenal people uh, in as we do that. And it is my pleasure to, to be here with you guys today. A couple of notes. I, I want to make sure that you guys understand that we are doing um, these videos. And I think we're almost on finishing up with our first group of sessions. Uh, we're going to go to 10 um, shows and then we're going to change up a little bit. Uh, but we are number eight right now. Uh, also, I want you guys on Wednesdays, we always have our Live Inspired Book Club, Summer Book Club. We are on, uh, uh, we've been doing a lot of different things with our book club. Seven books is what we have. No, I'm sorry, nine books um, we have. And we're going to do a book on change coming up this Wednesday. So watch us, check us out on YouTube, on Facebook Live with our um, Summer Book Club. Wednesdays, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time is when we have those. So check those out. Now, without further ado, we are super excited to have this young, talented, hip-hop star, rising star, superstar, uh, join the, the, the Live Inspired main stage uh, Steven Joseph, I say, he told me I can call him Stevie because I've known him for such a long time. But Stevie has been phenomenal in the hip hop realm here in Vegas. Uh, grew up on the east side, Las Vegas, uh, repping the east side. And, uh, you know, I, we, he, he's been uh, a tremendous blessing to my life, even though he doesn't even know it, just by his positive attitude, by him you know, supporting the different things that I've even done myself. And his family is phenomenal. Dad, mom, you know, Stephen, Joe, and uh, Deborah, they are great people. Um, and I just love that he is here and going to talk to us a little bit about what he's been doing, uh, his journey, how he got to where he got to. And I just want you guys to help me welcome to the main stage, Stephen, a.k.a. Stevie Joseph. Welcome to the main stage. What's going on, guys? I'm I'm super excited uh, to you know have an opportunity to talk to Kurt. Me and obviously we've gone back for years on end. Back when I was playing basketball, he's he's been a mentor, helping me trying to get through that and uh, giving me opportunities on the way to perform at some of his uh, college fairs events and uh, job fair events. So it's been really cool to you know see how we've progressed over the years and where we are now. And I'm just excited to you know. Uh, like I said, be on a platform where I can just talk and give my story and, and uh, you know, uh, catch up with a good friend of mine. <laughs> so. Hey, absolutely. And you mentioned that, um, that you came and you participated in our college fairs. And I, I want to actually, I'm going to share this with uh, with everybody so they can see this little picture here. If you guys can see that. Can you see that? Uh, so this is... For everybody to, to, to get a picture of what this is, this is the first college fair that I hosted in Las Vegas. It's at the Cashman Center. 
downtown and Steven, Stevie came and he's like, hey, I, I asked him if he would come and do something for me because we needed to have some, you know, activity, some 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 energy going on to to pump up uh, students to get them excited about the college fair. Steve is like, yeah, I can come out. I can do this. I'll be a part of it. And, you know, uh, we had the city of Las Vegas. They put this stage up for us. And it's uh, I'm just going to try to zoom in so you can see. So there he is. You guys can see him. See him right there. (laughs) So so funny story about that. That show. Wow. Like you need to send me this afterwards because this was my first solo show ever like ever so this is if i remember correctly this is like i was doing like sound check at this at this point and then i remember being so nervous because like all of a sudden so i got done with sound check and then i was standing by my car then all of a sudden there was like three school buses that just pulled up (laughs) full of kids and there was i i'm trying not to exaggerate there was at least like 150 to 200 kids out there. And if anybody's watching this, you have the videos or anything out there, because I don't, because my phone died. Uh, but there was a bunch of kids out there. I was so nervous. But this is, wow. Yeah, send this to me afterwards. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll, I'll send you this. I, I, I dug that up and I don't have a whole, because my I have a new phone too. So my phone died with the little videos that I had. But I did have this picture and I was like, I want to show this because, you know, from this to everything else that you're doing, man, it's been a journey. But I want to show it because, hey, you got the guy right there uh, passing out the waters right in front of you. And, you know, there's only a few kids here now, but this parking lot was full when we like to it. And uh, it was just, you know, one of those cool things that I wanted to share with with you guys. Uh, so that's kind of where we go back. That was in 2017, I believe it was. Yeah. October 2017 mm-hmm. that we had that. And uh, from then on, man, you've been just soaring. So tell us what, you, you know, how you get involved with, you know, the music that you've been doing. But you know what, let me just backtrack a little bit about before we jump into the music, man. Um, you are an inspiration. What's your motivation? What's your inspiration behind just just living life, man. Just doing what you do as a as a as a young African American black man, but just as a as a man in and of yourself. How, how, what motivates you? What encourages you to get up in the morning? Uh, I mean, my thing is is that I, you know, my parents they you know they worked really hard and to provide for me and my brother, and uh, they've always made when things were in the house they were kind of down. They were kind of uh, unsure, kind of like what 2020 is to a lot of people right now. They find they found a way to make it happen, and they've always shown me that no matter what, you can find a way to make things happen that you want to do, the goal you have. So with my music, um, I stand by, you know, fulfill your gifts. And I, you know, basketball was a thing when I was younger, and I was playing basketball, and I, I was like, that's my passion, that's my passion. And it's funny because my parents were always like, nah, because they always saw me writing or doing like spoken word or you know, beatboxing or whatever it is. And they're like, no, that's your passion. And so it took me a while. But once I got, you know, to college, I was like, man, this is something that I really I I feel like I'm really passionate about. I feel I can give my story to other people that don't know what to do or don't know how to start. Um, I can tell them, hey, like I started from pretty much nothing. I had no prior knowledge Mm -hmm. of music, 
besides listening to it, uh, the stuff that I liked. And I was just like, I want to show people that you can start from nothing and, you know, build from literally anything and uh, continue to inspire others that don't have anything as well. So I like to uh, just strive to, you know, share my story, share my brother's story, share whoever's stories in my circle and uh, just motivate people to uh, share their own stories as well. Excellent. That's that's really cool, man. Very cool. And uh, and before we jump into your your, your brother, because he's another phenom phenom <laughs> and incredible guy. Um, but let's go back to basketball real quick because yeah. even your um your 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 Instagram handle. I don't know if you have Twitter and all that stuff, but your Instagram handle is Stevie Got a J. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> that a basketball reference to your jump shot. Is that what I think I hear? I'm so glad that you caught that because, yeah, that's definitely a basketball reference. And I, honestly, I just it's been like that for years. I just didn't I just felt like it just rolled off the tongue. So I was like, I'm just keep it. But, yeah, that's definitely a basketball reference. Uh, and I just decided to keep it from, you know, the high school days and then going into college. So I was like, all right, let's just keep it. So. Oh, that's cool, man. I love it, man. Love it a lot because, hey, you know, I'm a basketball guy. I've been playing. No, still still get down a little bit on the court every now and then when I can. But uh, you were working on basketball. And, and I remember, you know, you, my, your dad and I talking about you and really wanting to, you to get every opportunity. Now, maybe he knew that it wasn't your passion, but I love the fact that he still and your family still supported you pushing forward and trying to do what you wanted to do. I think that's an incredible, um, you know, statement of, you know what? I know that's not his passion. You know, if that's I can hear your dad saying, I know that's not his passion. However, I'm supporting my son. Yeah. And my parents, my parents have always been like that, no matter what I've wanted to do. Um, if I put in the effort towards doing it, they're fine. They're totally fine with it. Once they see I'm not fully putting 110%, not just 100, 110% effort into it, that's when they tell me like, hey, you, you got to get on it, or maybe we should change paths, or maybe you're not doing this. But they've always been supportive, uh, and they're even probably even more supportive because I feel like I'm even more passionate about music um, than, I, than I've ever been with anything else. So they're super supportive. They've been supportive of anything I do when it's football, basketball, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. well, they are good people, man. I, I miss them. And Stephen, if you guys are watching or if you guys get this, make sure you let's let's connect again. <laughs> I'm talking to your dad right now. Let's make sure we connect again because I miss you guys. I miss hanging out with you guys. And and, uh, and and Nikki and I, my wife and I would love to to get with you guys again and just hang out a little bit. Just kind of just do that. So quick one. I just need to make sure I got that out there. <laughs> you know, I'll be sure to text them after this, after the show too. They're not, they're probably, they're probably already watching, but I'll just be like, all right, Kirk put out the memo. They want to, they want to meet up. So I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, please, please do good. So with that said, man, you are doing some phenomenal things musically, lyrically. Wow. How did you get, what made you decide that that was the thing that you want to do? And how did you hone your, you know, your, your skills as, as far as dealing with your, your music and how did you, and I know I'm asking a bunch of questions, but you just ask how you want to, but how did you decide that this is the platform or this is the, the genre of music that you were going to do? Uh, I've always been in tune with hip hop. Like hip hop has always been, which is kind of weird. Cause my, my, my parents were more of a gospel background. Uh, mm -hmm. 
you know, they listen to a lot of, you know, Fred Hammond, John P. Key, oh, absolutely. Uh, Kirk Franklin, you know, which which is kind of inspired my style in a way I, how I present things story wise. Uh, but I've always, you know, had a, a love for hip hop music and I got introduced to Christian rap and then that turned into, you know, the secular stuff that, that I listened to here and there. Um, but from that, a combination of all those things and all those things that I took in, that's kind of developed my style. Um, I'm also a fan, obviously, of like uh, old school R&B, Erica Badu, got Sade, uh, you know, I, I listen to everything. So a combination of all those things um, brought me to where I am today. And as far as like uh, how I started, I, I basically started when I was about, I want to say I started writing when I was like about 13, to be honest with you. And uh, I kind of just you know, here and there, wrote a couple lines, put them to the side, wrote a couple lines, put them to the side. And it wasn't until like my senior year in high school is where I started performing with other people, um, just on the side, had a verse here and there. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. But I was like, I don't know. I don't think uh, this is going to take, this is not going to take off or anything. And then it wasn't, uh, after that, it wasn't until um, I graduated from my JUCO college while I was playing basketball. I basically wrote a whole album called My Apologies for the most part. And uh, I was like, well, I kind of have something here. So I let my brother listen to it. I let my parents listen to it. I let some of my friends listen to it. And they were like, this is really good. Like, and I was like, well, maybe I should, you know, make it together, put it in an album. Sure enough, I put out the album and then you know, coming full circle, uh, Kirk hits me up. So <laughs> he's like, hey, man, I got a college fair. Uh, that happened. Then uh, I got to perform at the Hard Rock on the Strip with my awesome, good friends, uh, uh, G Bless, aka Gary Ward, um, he gave me the opportunities, and just opportunities just started falling. And then usually when that happens, you don't fight that. You don't right. fight. <laughs> yeah, when things start to happen and fall in place, you don't push back and say, "Ah, no, nah. it was that time." So um, from then on, I just you know things just started falling into place, and I and I was like, "Oh, maybe I can actually do this," and I've been doing it ever since. So. Phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. And and uh, I, I love that you are you just kind of went with it. It's something just kind of it just kind of happened. You were, you were doing it. You were writing. Now, it didn't just happen overnight. And you just kind of popped in. You were writing since 13. And mm -hmm. then, you know, the, the ball started rolling. What I love, the fact that you just didn't, you know, give up on it or you just didn't say, you know, this is cool, but it's not me. You kind of just let it let it happen and you mm. went with it you didn't fight against you to say okay well you you, you love basketball yeah. <laughs> you, you love basketball yeah at the at the time it was just all it was literally eat drink sleep basketball that was it and i was like there is no other way there's nothing else and then sometimes and that's that's for the kids that are listening is that sometimes what you feel like you're passionate about kind of take a step back and like look at other things that you're talented with it could be drawing, it could be, you know, art, it could be spoken word, it can be, I don't know, it could be anything. Take a step back, especially when you're in high school, and I know it's hard because high school is like a different world for a lot of people, but when you take a step back and you're like, man, I'm good at this, or I'm good at just experiment with different stuff, because I, that's what I wish I would have did in high school. I wish I would have had my first project when I was like 13, instead nah. of, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but it's all a learning process. So I would just say like to anybody that's listening, just take a step back, find out what your purpose is, multiple purposes are and then just go from there so yeah excellent excellent and i i really appreciate you saying that for those that are watching and uh looking at this right now 
And uh, what we're going to do now, though, I'm going to share, you know, a little bit uh, about one of the things that really stood out to me. One of Stevie's songs stood out to me. And I'm going to share that with you guys. We're going to watch it. We're going to listen to it. Then he's going to give us a little background on this on this story right here. So let's listen to this one. And uh, again, stay at home Sundays, week number one. Let's let's get it. real quick but what tell us about that man we hear it over and over from investors yeah so stay at home sundays was just uh you know what we talked about earlier just kind of making something out of nothing uh it was at a point where i was um in march uh when everything kind of shut down for everybody uh i believe at the end of march i had like Four shows lined up, just back to back to back within a week and a half period. I was like, okay, things, the balls are rolling. We, you know, I got shows. I'm doing, you know, interviews with certain people. Like, okay, it's starting to start. Did everything shut down? Everything. So I was just like, okay, sitting talking to my brother. I was like, what do we, what do we do? Do we just, you know, wait to drop an album? Like, we don't know when it's going to be a good time to drop an album. Like, do we drop more songs? And I was just like. Let me go. Let me let me do what I would do in basketball off season. Work on your skills, hone your skills, you know, take a back seat to everything. And I kind of went into a writing boot camp where it was just like, all right, just write something, write for a week to a beat, pick a beat, and write it. Just however it comes out, it comes out. Um, I had some verses left over from like other things. And then I soon enough I had like six or seven songs written. And I was just like, hmm, this is cool. And uh, I'm really into video editing. Um, so I was like, all right, well, another one of my passions. I was like, let me take a back seat. Let me see. Maybe I can put videos to it. Maybe like one minute videos, little short videos. And I was like, ah, man, what am I going to like? OK, how do I put this together? How do I? And Jordan was just like, call it, you know, quarantine Sunday. And I was like, that's pretty good. I was like, 
but we like maybe we should change it because there's a lot of quarantine, maybe make more positive. And I was like, we're at home, we're doing all the stuff at home. It's called stay at home Sunday. So every week for about six weeks, uh, we put out a video where it's a freestyle over Erica Badu. We did uh, Reminisce Over You by um, CL, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. We did uh, a Timberland beat. We just did a bunch of different beats every week and it it took off like that. I think that was week one that you just showed. Yeah. Uh, week one, uh, I put it up not knowing what was going to happen. And we went to my parents' backyard and I was like, hey, uh, Jordan grabbed the camera and that was all shot on my iPhone. Oh wow! Yeah, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a fancy camera or anything. I said Jordan just turn, you know, grab the camera and we're gonna just do this. I edited it in a day, and then the next day we put it out and it took it took off. It's probably the most the, the best video views wise I've ever put out uh, at that time. So yeah, it just took off, and uh, now we have a series called Stay at Home Sundays for however quarantine lasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's very cool. Ah, that's excellent, man. And again, it caught my attention uh, because, first of all, it's you. you. I know I've known you for a while, but you know it, the 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 beat caught my attention because I yeah. love Eric Badu, and I was like, oh wait a minute, what's Stevie doing with this Eric Badu beat? And I'm like, whoa, this is phenomenal, man. I love this. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it was Great. one of it was one of those things where. That's, that's another reason why we picked that beat, because we wanted to do something, not so much that was so much current, but we wanted to get everybody involved, because everybody knows who you know, Miss Badu is. Like, everybody, yeah. if you're a part of hip-hop, R&B, culture, just alive in general, everybody knows who Erica Badu is. So we were like, all right, let's just go ahead and do this, and then see how it goes. And then, sure enough, I was like, oh, okay, well, they like that one. Okay, let's give them Pete Rock and CL Smooth. And then it was funny because one of my one of my family members, I won't say I won't say what he's doing, but he was like, oh, man, you doing Pete Rock, you know, CL Smooth. I, I hope you come with it because that's mm. a classic. And I was that's like, I'll, I'll do my best. He ended up liking it. But I was just it was one of those. It was fun for me because it was like a competition. It was like, how can I outdo myself every week? How can I get better every week and outdo myself from the previous week? So, no, it was it's it's fun, man. I don't know how many other ones we're going to do, but we've got seven out now. So. <laughs> Man, I th I th that's phenomenal. That's that's incredible, and I love the fact that you were able to, you know, pivot. And we talked about that earlier. How we have to change, we have to pivot, we have to do some things differently in this environment that we are living in now. But you still use the old something that you would do previously. You mentioned mm -hmm. that you, if you were playing basketball and if you were in an off season, you would have to go practice. You would have to go do some things. You have to go get in the lab. Is what we like to call mm -hmm. the gym. Yep. Lab. So that you you took that and you did it with your music. You got into the lab. You started working on your craft. I love the fact that you did that. And I think that's the inspirational type of thing that anyone should be able to do when they are tasked with a with they find themselves in a situation where they can't do what they normally would do. Mm -hmm. Change and work on your stuff, right? Whether it's music, whether it's doing public speaking, whether it's your writing, whether no matter what you're doing, um, I think it's really important for you to hone your skills, work on your craft when no one is watching, right? Exactly, and that's that's the biggest thing. Is like that's a great point. What you said, work when nobody's watching, because right now at this point in time, everybody's kind of at a standstill, and it's like. Nobody has a foundation. It's like, so what are you going to do to work and rebuild your foundation? 
Are you going to rebrand yourself? Are you going to work to be, you know, the better version of you before quarantine happened? And that's what we, that's what we did. I, uh, it's a funny thing. Cause I literally was over at my parents' house, uh, a week, a week ago. And, uh, my parents, uh, my dad was like, um, how much money did you spend on like the, the stay at home Sundays videos? And I was like thinking to myself, I was like, Oh, we probably spent some money doing some stuff. And then I went through every week, a uh, grand total of money that we spent for the stay at home Sundays, $3 and 46. Yeah. If that's not a story for somebody that's like looking to get started, you don't even need $3 and 46 cents, honestly, but that literally that's all we used to make those videos. So if you can, if you can scrounge up the effort and the creativity and just look up stuff and try to, you know, test things out. You'll 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 be on the right path for sure. So, yeah. Excellent, man. That's phenomenal. Three dollars. I I mean, shoot. I guess y'all went and got some Happy Meals or something like that. No, actually, cost <laughs> more than that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, that's really that's really cool. Now you mentioned uh, your brother Jordan. Uh, uh, again, I, I know the family. I know Jordan. And tell me a little bit about what his role is in in this whole music. You know. Thing that you guys got going on. What what does what does Jordan do with with you guys? Yeah, so my brother, he's my my producer. He's made everything that I've I put out for the most part. Um, he's uh, contributed to all my projects. He's my go to guy when I like have an idea or a concept. Um, and it's really cool because obviously he's my brother and it's an in house kind of thing. So he'll tell me if I'm off, I'm off. If I'm on, I'm on. He'll he's straight blunt no filter, no anything, but he's wow. made all my beats so far and he's going to continue making all my beats, uh, you know, until, you know, until he goes solo, <laughs> but <laughs> until he wants to go solo. Cause he's really the star of the show to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. And, uh, the thing about my brother is the special thing about my brother. My brother has autism and he's part, he has a uh, Asperger syndrome, which is, you know, slight, uh, uh, it's on the spectrum of autism, but, it's cool to see him fulfill his gifts through music because he's always he's been more attached to music than I ha ever have. Uh, he hears things that I don't hear because of you know his his uh, his Aspergers, and it's amazing to see. It's not a hindrance; it's more of a uh, enhancement to what we do because he hears things, he hears sounds, he's able to do things over and over again without getting tired. Uh, he's just fully invested to what we do music wise. And I think it's a real testament and a story that a lot of people can gravitate to for the people that uh, have kids that have autism or if they have autism themselves, that it's not a hindrance. It's more of a, uh, you know, uh, we call it a superpower. So <laughs> for that's us, awesome, man, that's yeah. incredible. That's, 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 that's amazing. I'm just, I love that. I'm glad you brought that out uh, because for, for, for our family. And my wife is a speech therapist and we, we have a clinic too. And a lot of the, the, um, the young kids that come through that clinic have autism or they're on the spectrum. So it's really encouraging, inspiring, I would say. And I know I have Live Inspired on here. I, so I say it a lot, but it is inspiring because, you know, um, sometimes um, individuals that are on the spectrum are kind of written off like hey you know what you can't do this um there are roadblocks but you know you know you guys are a, a great example of utilizing the gifts and talents the abilities that god has given you 
and no matter where you are, you're using those things and it's being blessed. It's being, in, it, it, you guys are working it together and it is not a hindrance, but it's actually like you called it a superpower. And I think yeah. that's phenomenal that you can say that that's a superpower and that's going to motivate others in yeah. that same situation to say, hey, you know what? If Jordan can, Stephen can do it, I can too. And mm -hmm. that will help. And I hope, hope a lot of people will be able to watch this and pass it on uh, to others because it's important for you guys to understand that this is not a hindrance, but this is actually a blessing that can motivate you to do phenomenal things in this world. What you were meant to do. Yeah, I told I told Jordan, I said, if it wasn't for him, I'd still be on probably song number two or one. <laughs> and it's <laughs> still trying to figure out how everything works. And I mess with him. And he always says, you need me. And I'm like, yes, I do. I do. I do need you. I do need you. So, no, it's, it's been a cool journey. And like I said, we're just getting started. And uh, like I said, seeing the growth between the both of us, um, it's just a great. And then uh, giving him an outlet to be able to share what he's passionate about, too, is, is just phenomenal. So. Oh, that's that's great. That's great. And I wanted to, um, you know, we, we're kind of going to make sure that we don't take up too much of your time because I know no, your time is precious. <laughs> but I know we all definitely have this COVID-19, this pandemic type of thing that's happening in, in our world. But, you know, we also have what has been going on in our world and it's all this racial disparity, these these uh, these issues with um you know, Black Lives Matter, um, so different things. And you and I both, we're, we're, we're young black men. I'll still call myself young, although I'm a little older. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll take that. But uh, we've had some different things in our, in, our, in our lifetime right now that we're dealing with. And I uh, just wanted to get your perspective on that um, and how, how we can then grow and have the conversation um, about what needs to happen in the future? How do we push forward? How do we move beyond what has happened 400 years ago until today? Yeah. And how do we move the conversation forward? And I think it's important for us to have it, but I want to get your perspective on that. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, it's, it's funny that you said that because I just, my last <laughs> stay at home video was basically about what we're talking about. Um, it's called Make It Home Sunday. And it's basically about the per perspective of me um, I, my experience of getting pulled over by the police and, and, you know, basically being stereotyped for being somebody else that I'm not. And, uh, but I basically made it for people to have conversations in their own homes because mm -hmm. we're in an age right now where people like to have conversations with people that they don't know across the world and it doesn't really translate. But if you, if me, and I show you that it's happened to me and it's a, you know, a family member that doesn't understand what's going on, but I show you that it's happened to me, it kind of sits a little bit better. So I, with me, I've always encouraged people to have the conversations in their own homes to start there because having a conversation with somebody else on social media that you don't know, it's not going to register. So start the conversation about social injustice, start the conversation about slavery 400 years ago, start sure. the conversation about going out and voting, like all these different things that we just take kind of just, you know, brush off. This is why we're here because we didn't, you know, have the conversation with the people that were around. So, and it basically challenged me to um, take in the stuff that I haven't been doing. Mm -hmm. uh, have my voice in the black community, being a black man in, you know, in Vegas or just in the world in general, 
Uh, how can I go out and serve the community? How can I go out and help, you know, teachers, artists, uh, you know, other spokes, uh, spokespeople for the black community? How can I go? I haven't been doing enough. So it's sure. really open with the stuff that's going on right now. It hasn't, it's really opened my eyes up to one, it's gotten the world to slow down because of the COVID stuff. Right. But this is probably the first time in my lifetime, I can't speak for other lifetimes, but this is the first time in my lifetime that I've experienced this big of a, you know, social justice uproar. Like it's never been like this. Mm -hmm. in my lifetime. And I'm pretty sure I was talking to my dad the other day and he was like, yeah, it's been like this. But the fact that social media and all this stuff, it's huge. Right. Everybody to sit and really had the conversation. So um, I, I guess the biggest thing for me is trying to, you know, encourage people to have conversations like this in their own homes because that's where it starts. It doesn't sure. start on the internet. It doesn't start on social media. It doesn't start on it. It starts in your home. Yeah. Fantastic. Phenomenal. And with that said, we are going to share your, your what is it called? Make, make it home Sunday. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to share this and then we're going to talk a little bit more about it.
very, very cool, man. Very cool. So, man, Stevie, that's uh, that's just wow. One of those. That's just one of those that really struck a nerve with me, man. When I saw that, mm. and I I love the the graphic too. It wasn't a lot, but it was a lot. Because yeah. <laughs> um, even just from the camera angle, being with you right in front, and then it pans out, and then you see the blood spot. Um, and I love it because you mentioned earlier, and even you mentioned that this is uh, you know these songs and these things come from some experiences that you've had, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Right? That you said they come from some experiences. Yeah, so, so it's just, it's like I said, it was one of those things, it, it literally, that experience happened in, I won't say what church, but it was a local church and it, it was one of the bigger churches in, in Vegas. And uh, we just, I had showed up late to, uh, to a service. Um, I was with uh, my girlfriend, um, a couple other people, that were in my circle, we showed up to go watch somebody perform at the church that had been performing at the church. And we showed up late. There was a lot of cops in the, uh, in the area. Um, and we were kind of, you know, suspicious, but then one of my, one of my friends that was performing, he was like, yeah, they had like a lot of break-ins or, um, and, uh, they're keeping on high alert. So I was like, okay, I didn't think nothing about it. I was like, okay, they're watching out for my car, you know, yeah. those things. Um, but it, soon escalated to, hey, is this your car? And it was crazy because the, the police officer asked me, is this your car? And I'm in my car. Like it was one of those, it was one of those things, like I have the keys. But long story short, man, it was just one of those experiences where it was just like out of body. It was like, why is this happening to me? Now, when I wrote it, it was one of those things. There's a lot of different people giving their opinions on the police and stuff. And for me, I'm not against the police at all. I believe they're here to, you know, protect our safety and stuff like that. But when there's a certain demographic that wears a badge that, you know, is, you know, stereotyping somebody, that's where it kind of the fall off is. And so that's what happened to me that day. And uh, I got encouraged to write it because I was seeing a lot of stuff on Facebook with people in my circle that were saying racism isn't real. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, well, he probably deserved it. You know, that that type of that type of thing. So it brought me back to that situation. And I was just like, well, would you say that if it was me? You know, if I was in trouble or right. if I had gotten shot. So it wasn't a general message to the masses. It was more to the people that were in my circle that were saying those things. It was just like, okay, if you saw me on Fox News or CNN or anything like that, would you say that about me? You know me. Right. You know me. Why would you, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it was one of those things. So I just wanted to make sure that, one, I wasn't, overstepping a boundary where it was just like, oh, I, you know, the, the normal narrative where a lot of people take is like, oh, I hate cops and stuff like that. I didn't want to take that narrative. I wanted to give my story and what happened to me. So that way you can be like, wait, if this happened to him, maybe it is real. Maybe this does happen to, you know, people of color in, in our circle instead of saying, oh, they, you know, they deserved it or whatever it is, wherever the case may be. So I made the video. I told Jordan we were out there for literally five minutes, mm. five minutes tops. And I told Jordan, I said, put the camera on slow-mo. I said, let me grab, let me grab my Bible and uh, come in full circle. The $3 and whatever, 48 cents that I was talking about was yeah. just video. Oh, wow. That's the only, that's the only time I bought anything for the video it was used for, you know, the props. So I, uh, yeah, I told Jordan, I said, keep it rolling. 
you only have to do this for a little bit. And I said, this is probably the best way to do it without saying too much, but just giving everything uh, all at once. So amazing, man. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. No problem. Uh, and uh, again, that's just phenomenal, man. You are, you guys are a wonder. You guys are wonderful, man. You guys are so, I just can't wait to see more, hear more. Love what you're doing, man. Tell us, you know, tell everybody out there how we can get in touch with you, how we can watch more, how we can listen more, how we can support. How can we, you know, make sure that you are the superstar that you already, we already know you are, but we want to make sure your bank account reflects that at some point. Because I think it's important for good people to have to be in on a on a great platform. I believe you're good people. So we want to do our very best to help you. So how do we get in touch with you? How do we support? Uh so you can find me, I guess let's start from the top on Facebook. Uh, because I know a lot of people watching this on Facebook. Stephen Joseph, uh just type in Stephen Joseph. That should be like the first or second one. Not senior, because that's my dad, but you can add him too. Uh, but it's just Stephen Joseph. Um, and then on Instagram, uh, Stevie got a J. So Stevie, S-T-E-V-I-E, got a G-O-T-T-A-J-A-Y uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And then uh, on Apple Music, you just type in Stephen Joseph, Spotify, Stephen Joseph, SoundCloud, Stephen Joseph. So uh, if you can't find, if you just find one, all my links are kind of intertwined in between all those social medias. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully some new stuff coming soon and uh, we'll just keep pushing. But I appreciate you guys' support. Fantastic. And uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. I know these are different, are weird, are different. But I believe, again, it's important for me, two things. One, to make sure that I'm supporting those that really have an inspirational story, are inspirational, are, are encouraging that we can then share with somebody else that needs to hear what you have to say. Someone needed to hear and see those videos um, that you guys made. And somebody needs to see the rest of it. They need to hear it. They, and then they might need to connect with you. So what, that's the whole reason for the Live Inspire Today platform, this main stage, is to make sure that you are supported and that you then can be, you know, a catalyst for helping somebody else be successful because they've connected with you. So really, truly appreciate you being on the main stage with us today, man. Thank you so much for being here. No problem, man. This is fun. I had a great time. Like I said, uh, hang in there, everybody. 2020, we're halfway through it, a little bit more than halfway through it. Hang in there and uh, don't, don't forget to fill your gifts, man. Absolutely. And with that said, hey, everybody, thank you very much for being here on the Live Inspired Today show. Uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, we also do podcasts on Anchor, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Google Podcasts. I think we're all Apple as well. So make sure you get in touch with us on Live Inspired Network. Those, That's where you can find us. And uh until the next time, stay, stay, stay encouraged, be encouraged, live a, and stay positive and always be inspired because life is good and we want you to be successful in it and we'll do everything that we can to help you do that. With that said, thank you very much, Stevie. Thank you everybody else for joining and uh, we'll see you next time on Live Inspired. Have a great day, everybody.